What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Geekable. I have a huge smile on my face. We have one of our biggest guests so far. Um, so we are super excited for this episode. This has been a long time coming. Um, we're a fan of his work. You're a fan of his work. We have the amazing Cody Ziegler here who goes by, <laughs> you go by Zig, right, Cody? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Zig. That's how That's how I can tell like who knows me and who's just like a spam bot when they it up like, hey, Cody, how you doing? It's like, oh, I know this is just someone that got my number from a robo dial. Oh, that's funny. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, Cody, uh, amped to have you on writer of the upcoming Disney plus she Hulk series. Hell yeah. Writer of, or, or one of the writers, I should say mm-hmm. of the current amazing Spider-Man run beyond, which is a huge hit. We are loving it. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and it's great to have you on. Um, you know, we have Anas, the, the other co-host here of geekable, <laughs> who is excited as well yeah he, he just had a long day he was he was moving his buddy in, in yeah uh, it's yeah. been a long day but I'm, I'm really excited to be here and i'm a huge fan of your work i became familiar with your work before comics from craig oh, of the wow. Creek. oh hell yeah that's yeah so I, it's one of my favorite animated series and it's just like there's like a resurgence like it's like a good era for animated tv series nowadays yeah. so i know that you did uh some writing on that show how has that experience uh, been for you uh y'all it was so can we cuss on this? I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, you can cuss. All right, it was so fucking cool. Like, it, like the room is <laughs> is so dope. Like, it was my first like actual like TV writing job. So like, I I was obviously like a ball of nerves. Like, I would only come in like two or three times a week for like three or four hours. But the room was so cool because it's it's just so diverse and inclusive. But there's like the room is like majority black, obviously, but like it's like different types of black. There's like Filipino black. There's like uh, there's like northern black. There's like southern black. There's like deep south black. There's like black people from like, you know, Seattle. There's like just a whole bunch of different types of culture. And then there's like just a huge presence of just like different types of like queer folk in the room. And like it was such a safe space to like make stories and like any of the episodes that revolve around like small cultural things. Like there's one that we did where it was like people like the kids are like making like foods at at the creek like a food limit like all that is just like all the writers and the the artists in the room were just like hey yeah my mom used to make this or like where back when i'm in hawaii they make this oh i love that it was was just so cool like just being able like see that stuff like being brought to air like such a a a big inclusive family and like yeah i know you know people you aren't supposed to say like work is my family because obviously you don't have boundaries but like that truly is like the closest you could have to like oh these are like good solid people and like i'm so lucky and glad that i have them in my life and they'll hopefully be in my life for a very very long time Really glad you had that experience. How did you? So how did you go from Craig of the Creek to She-Hulk? How did that happen? I mean, it was a, it was such a wild trend. It was such a weird transition. So like, I was producing podcasts every, before recorded. They were commenting on my podcast setup. I used to produce podcasts for this company called Earwolf, like a comedy company. And basically, I was um I was one of our hosts for a show. She had to go shoot a thing for Netflix or something like that. And she was like, Hey, do you want to like sit in and like guest host with our other host, Andrew? I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I got nothing else going on. Uh, and I did it. And then like a couple of days later, um, my, the other host, Andrew was like, Hey, this is weird, but <clears throat> do you have like a, a sample something you can send me? I can't tell you what it's for, but um, someone wants to hear it. I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And I sent it to him. I didn't hear anything. And then like, um uh like two weeks later my manager was like hey uh marvel wants to meet with you for some weird reason i was like did they mean Corey ziggler or cody ziggler They're like nah dude it's you i don't know why but they <laughs> want to meet with you it's like okay cool let's figure it out so like i'm sitting in the, the fucking lobby at, at the disney lot with like they have like the welcome room has like all the like iron man 
Iron Man oh armor throughout the movies, and there's like <laughs> oh, Captain okay. America's shield, and like I think they had the Black Panther. They had just put the, like the Black Panther suit. It was just crazy. And I'm like problems. sweating as you're telling. Yeah, this. Like, I'm like, like I'm like getting like, into this. Like, I'm like I'm like looking around. Like I think they might have gotten the wrong guy. I don't feel like they should have <laughs> gotten me. But anyway, I walk into the room and I see this lady, uh, Jessica Gao, who was a really good friends for with the host Andrew, and she's the showrunner and the head writer for She-Hulk. And she's like, "Hey, I heard you on the podcast. I thought you were funny, and then I followed you on Twitter, and I saw you roast one of our mutual friends, and I really, really liked the roast. So I asked him if you had a sample to be a staff writer. I was like, "Well, uh, yes, I do." And then she 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 gave me the job, so she's the one that really brought me in. And like that room was also super super diverse. It was great. Like that was you know majority of the room, the room were black women, which is just fucking dope. Like that's such a rare thing to have uh, in in Hollywood. Um, there were only two men uh, on the staff, me wow. and uh, another dude, Zeb Wells, um, who like we're, we're yeah, huge like, fans of Zeb here. He's great, super funny guy. Like he, yeah. like I, I don't know how y'all think, but like I never really knew how to write TV, like how it was made. So like I had the idea of like what a comedy writer in a room was like. And Zeb is very much that guy, super super funny, very very weird in his own way. Like the first day he 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 bought uh he bought like a spaghetti sandwich for some restaurant and like he ate half of it immediately, took a nap during lunch, and then gave me the rest of the half. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be like my best friend. So like our roles in the room were very much the two like. MCU comic book nerds because obviously you know Zeb had been writing comic books forever and him and Jessica were super super close friends like they were on Robot Chicken they wrote some like Star Wars show that never got aired I think but like they were just really really homies and like uh, you know, whenever like we'd be having downtime in the room, I would see Zeb get in like art for like the Ant Man. I think he was writing an Ant Man series at the time, so like I look over and it's like a giant like two page spread of like a dung beetle flying Scott Scott Lang. Mm. I was like, what What is this? He's like, oh yeah, this I'm running on this blah 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 blah. And like he was also doing Hellions at the time, so like he would just send me PDFs of like Hellions like months before they would come out, and like I'd be reading it and like laughing so fucking hard, right? like so funny. Yeah. So like, freaking like I can't be- yeah, I can't believe one that I care about Mr. Sinister and like the robot egg lady, but also he has some of the funniest lines I've ever read, like just yeah. in general. Like it's just really, really funny. And like, you know, I-, I think after that he was like, Oh, we're kindred spirits. So like when the room ended, he was like, Hey, I can introduce you to some folks. Um, I I, I liked your your episode of of She-Hulk. It was very much your voice and very, very funny. I was like, Great. And he introduced me to Nick Lowe, who is the editor for most of the spider books and like he was like hey what are you into i was like i love the ultimate line and then he told me i actually edited most of those books i was like great that's what got me into it so like you know my first comic out the gate was a like a 10 page short backup thing for miles and like i read the, that thank you like, he, he was the one that i liked. like he's my spider-man like i literally have the like 10 years ago when he released um I ran to the comic book store and got like the first, they did like a, the first three issues in one like supersized comic. And like, I've had that bagged and boarded in oh, since yeah. for like 10 years. So like when I got that and like, you know, I wrote it, it was very much a surreal, surreal moment. Like, Oh, this is, this is great. This is, the, is this what, is this what like straight white dudes feel like all the time when like they read Superman or whatever, because this is like, this is so powerful. And like, he liked it. He gave me a one shot and like, it's it sort of, rolled from there and then like towards the end of the year Zeb was like hey you know I'm putting together you know um a thing for Amazing Spider-Man before I like take over take over um I obviously like I liked writing with you in the room and like we're going to run this like a writer's room so it'll be very easy transition for you you want to come aboard I was like absolutely and then that's how I got you know uh, Amazing Spider-Man and 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 basically I'm like anytime that they have like a black character especially if it's spider related please come to me and they were like okay we, we get it like he's obviously into this stuff so you know when when they were like uh, we want to do something with like spider punk i was like 
look, you, I got pink hair and a nose ring. Like I'm, I scream <laughs> punk rock and metal. Like I, I'm the dude to come to. It's like great. So like that's 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 how it all led to. Like it's basically one one like small domino of like you know oh. my friend booking space force to having go to the desert for for three months and then i meet gal who becomes one of my best friends i meet zeb who becomes one of my best friends and it all led to where i'm at now i'm speaking with with you Nick, with y'all. the moral of the story is we have to up our comedy game here on this show so we can, like... <laughs> i know seriously seriously oh man wow i well, should be throwing one-liners left and right now like i'm just gonna stop having like scribble notes i know i know well actually you know talking about the spider punk thing yeah um that we made a post for that when it got announced. I think it got announced mm-hmm. three days before the official solicits came out for April. That mm-hmm. got so many comments on our Instagram. I was page. surprised. I didn't like, know that people were damn. that super into it. That was I mean, I love like that. one of the favorites. Is like a, he has a cult following in the you know Spider Verse uh, people. Yeah. Like, he's one. He's up there for sure. Like Spider Gwen, I would say is the the biggest probably yeah. that was introduced in the Spider Verse, mm-hmm. and Spider Punk is up there as well. That, that's cool like it was such a surprise because i'm like all right he's like a black punk rock kid i was like that 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 I, that can really only be for me and like 12 other people on the planet <laughs> so like when i saw the announcement all the people were like i would see like um like spider-man stay in 87 or whatever i'm like wow like th- these folks are out here i i fucking love that i love that they're hopefully gonna put a put out a good book that people will really really resonate with it and enjoy yeah that's yeah, awesome how many issues is it Six? it's five issues five yep. um i i'm about to start issue next week um please don't if you're listening danny i started last week trust me um but <laughs> yeah i i just turned an issue two last week and like i'm i'm getting like J- justin mason the artist and and jim um the the, the colors they're so good and it's just yeah. like the the way the thing that really gravitated towards me besides just like being fantastic artists that like uh justin draws the web so cool it has such a like 90s like it looks they're like just so thick and they look sort of gross but also punk rock in a weird way like it's just such a cool aesthetic and it's like i haven't had this much joy writing uh writing anything in a very very long time like they've all been fun but this one is such a like i have my little spider punk playlist that i listen to while oh, like, cool. i write and stuff it's yeah it's, it's just been such a fun experience like i i i'm at the i'm at the point now where like i'm like every every day i fight the urge to, to email the editor danny be like hey can we get like a spider punk uh, part two, uh, even though we haven't, this one haven't just come an out, ongoing, just universe. call it yeah. a 28 yeah. issue yeah. run, just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah, awesome. Please, please, yeah, I'm begging that's, you. That's and and obviously, you have uh, which was announced uh, a little bit ago in March, in a few weeks, honestly, or about a month, you have um, the what if special starring mm-hmm. what if Miles was Captain America, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, like when I said that Huge. if they have a black Spider-Man, please call me. They took that to heart. They were like, <laughs> let's do it. Um, yeah, but it's fun. Like I'm working the, the artist for my two issues anyway, for that is, is Paco Medina, who was like, he, he wrote, he, he wrote, he drew uh, my first one shot siege society. And like, it's been such a fun working uh, relationship with him. Like he's such a sweet dude. He's just hanging out in Mexico, making fantastic art. Every time I get an email with, from him, it ends like, I love you, buddy. I hope you're doing good. Or like, we're going to make a great so book. Nice. Like I can see him like Aww. cheering and stuff. And it's just, it's so dope working with like another just person of color creating a thing, but also one who like, he drew two of my issues for Amazing Spider-Man. Like this will be like our yeah. third thing together. And like, it's just so fun being able to like come up together and make things together and also just have such a fun uh, like relationship outside of that just having like a positive force like i know people like you know they rip on having exclamation points but like when i see five of them back to back next to i love you buddy like it makes me feel so good like i i yeah. love i love my boy paco like i i hope that we get to make a bunch of bunch bunch more stuff together he's That's such a awesome. great dude 
Wow. Yeah, he's A-list too. I mean, he's like yeah. an artist. Like he's yeah. like so good. I like, remember the first time I got back this like it was like a splash page of like all the seat society members getting introduced. And I was like, this looks like a concept art. Like this is too good for like what I wrote. Like now I have to actually <laughs> get, go back and make sure my script is better than it actually is. Like <laughs> Okay, let's circle back to She-Hulk. So you mentioned, mm-hmm. if I understood correctly, that you were there was like an episode that you were basically head writing. Yeah, so the way that a, a show works, TV shows work, is that there's a, a showrunner head writer. So that's um, Jessica Gao. She's the one that's like running the entire thing. She's mm-hmm. the one that's like, like when we turn in episodes, we all answer to her. And basically, there's a thing, <clears throat> there's a number, the thing in the TV writing called a uh, number two, which is like the second person in charge. So if like Jessica was out like talking to Feige or like putting out a fire or doing a thing, Zeb was was that person. So like, okay. you know, we all wrote our episodes and they go to Jessica and she like punches them up and like she's the one like that's physically on set she's the one like looking through all the cuts and like doing all the heavy lifting so like really like our job is to like deliver the show that she wants to make like well i guess her and marvel want to make uh and it was it was great so like so basically uh i feel like i'm just fully giving a tutorial so please please bear with me like if her those interested so basically you know a room comes together and they all break a series like the overarching stuff together as, as one one unit and like you know jessica was the one giving and Marvel are the ones giving like yes and no. So like, you know, I got a really cool episode. Um, I literally can't say anything about it because it spoils so much. But like, it's just really really fun. Uh, and like, you know, it's my first time like writing writing like a you know a 30, 40 or thirty half thirty five page script that's like a full like half hour thing. So like, wow. I was very nervous, but like it. I think it turned out very well. Uh, they seemed very happy. Like they shot it. So like, I know that someone, someone liked it. So like, it was just really cool experience. And like, I cannot say enough how, how great of an environment um, Jessica really, really uh, fostered and, and like really made everyone feel, feel welcome and warm. Like, you know, it's not traditional for staff writers, which are like first time writers to get an, an episode, let alone get paid for doing an episode for like, so like getting that and getting paid for it, like it just really, really, really helped. Like, you know, when you have that, that stamp of like, yeah, MCU is going to make this thing. Like they're yeah. going to spend uh, multiple, multiple millions of dollars to make sure that the words that I wrote come out of She-Hulk's mouth. And like, that's just a great that's stamp that, insane, that to, like, honestly. It's, it's, it's insane. And like, you know, it, it's really great for Gal to like give like, you know, a black person from fucking North Carolina who has no no connection. Like I'm from the fucking country. Like giving <laughs> like giving that cosign helped so much. And like she's a really really great friend. Like um like uh, I'm still a close friend today. Like she literally just sent me a picture of of she we're in the, we buy a bunch of dumb Garfield clothes. So she just sent a group text a picture of her and her Garfield hoodie. Like it's 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 great. Like I'm so lucky that like she took a shot and like is a really became a really great friend. And I'm I'm really glad that she introduced me to. Uh, to Zeb and like there was a day that we got to like sneak out and hang out on set one day when they were shooting and it was just so so cool like me and Zeb and Gal just hanging out like watching Tatiana like do her thing it was just such a fucking oh. surreal moment and like I can't give her uh, enough praise for being not only a fantastic funny writer but also really championing um getting people that have don't traditionally get those shots giving them a shot love I love that I can't stand love enough. those yeah. types of people those yeah. are- those are the best types of people. And right she's there. funny as fuck. Like she, like, I mean, anyone, you can Google her, but like she wrote arguably the best episode of Rick and Morty pickle Rick episode. So like, I, I, she's yeah, just she, like that's, she's, she's like, just, yeah, she's big from that episode. That's like one yeah. of the most iconic episodes from Rick mm-hmm. and Morty. Yeah. And so I'm, like, like, you just have that level my of talent. Right now. Oh yeah. 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 Like, so <laughs> like, so she just has that level of talent and like, she can just see it. And like, she's such a fucking fantastic creative force. And like, 
I, I can't wait to, for people to see like what she made when. Okay, when, so you can't tell us much about your episode, but like spoiler free, what yeah. were your inspirations going into it? Like, what comics did really like you draw? Um, you know, the voice of She-Hulk from was it like well, Dan Slott? Was it Charles Soule? Like, who was? Yeah, those like uh, I think this, I think they've said this, but like you know they gave like a, a, a she like these like honestly like the best She-Hulk comics, um, and like there's definitely like a lot of slot in there, a lot of uh, a lot of soul. Uh, also, like Gao had the voice nailed pretty, pretty accurately. So, like when you get in, like when you see for, for me, and like you see like a couple of scripts that come in, you're like, oh, this is how Jen talks, and this is how she mm. interacts. So, and okay. then because it's a straight up comedy, like oh, I can do the three jokes per page and like have a lot of fun, and like you know, she is like, obviously mostly a, a comedic book, a comic book. So like that transition was was pretty cool. But like, uh, I obviously I can't too much because it's going to spoil so much. But it's there was a moment when we were arguing about how. A particular power works and like i still get roasted about this every day but like i literally like <laughs> reached into my backpack pulled out the comic book and like had <laughs> my and like held it up to like the ag the exact page where it explains there how this feet. person's powers works <laughs> i'm sure and, we like, all know what power that is that you're mentioning too <laughs> that's awesome and, like and like the the person everyone stopped and they're like come on dude like you need like they they roasted me so hard and i was like okay i, I deserve that and they still roast me to this day so uh, it was a very fun eye-opening moment. I think that's the moment that Zeb was like, "Okay, this guy's one of our own." Like we, we, we. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. initiated at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get a chance to write some, like maybe some scenes with Titania or maybe, uh, you know, Roth, uh, Roth's uh, abomination? Oh, I can't say anything. I, that, and, I, and, I mean, we know they're in the show. We yeah. know that Jamila Jamil is playing Titania. And we've even seen some pictures of her with the wig and everything. So it's out there. You know, it's not like it's a secret. Mm-hmm. And then as I speak, Kevin Feige zip lines in and <laughs> so yeah, what's that red dot on your forehead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what, <laughs> what <yeah>. is that? <laughs> no, that's awesome. Can, can I ask how long your episode is? Do, do you know that? I mean, I'm sure I there's have a no lot. Idea. Yeah, I actually have no idea. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's been almost three years since since like we we like we started in like 2019 like into 2019 right, right. so like i honestly have no idea uh i can't wait <laughs> just to find out that's also a big thing is that like you know we were we were going at the same time that hawkeye was going and like their stuff just came out and like it was so right. cool being like yeah i remember like eating lunch next to you guys two and a half years ago so it's cool seeing that you know that especially episode three like when that came out um like it was cool seeing like oh it, it must be full so rewarding to be like oh this this big car chase set piece that we wrote two and a half years ago really really came out well so like i'm really looking forward to like not only seeing how the whole series comes out but definitely seeing like oh all right cool it's 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 real now it's not just in my mind's eye it's not just like a picture of you know of she hulk on the wall that we had in the writer's room that's that's absurd so i do have a little question for you and i don't think this is too much of a force to ask but um man it's been a long time, like you said, three years, mm-hmm. because I remember Dan Slott posting a picture of him on set mm-hmm. of She-Hulk. And I heard him on the on the Stegman show, which is another great podcast, if anyone's listening, um, with him and Donnie Cates and, uh, oh, and dope. Dan Slott. And he was talking about being on set. Did you get to meet him? I'm wondering like, how much he was there or how much influence he had on the show. I didn't meet him. He came to the room one day and oh, like, cool. just like shot the shit and like just geeked out about comic book stuff for way too long. Uh, yeah. He was a super cool guy. Uh, he, like I've never, I only know him from Twitter. So like, I didn't know him at that point. Like I had no like, oh yeah, he, he wrote some She-Hulk and like he wrote like cool things. Like we would leave our room 
walked past the kitchen and they just had a whole wall just full of like comic books, just like Marvel comic books, not, not only like in like alphabetical order, but like uncanny X-Men, uh, uh, like all the different runs of X-Men, like literally just like wall to wall of like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of comic books. And like, I, re- I remember, wow. I remember like, like thinking it was like a like a library so like i just took like all my favorite books and then like a couple of weeks later they're like hey um those you're supposed to read those while you're here you're not you can't like take them for good so like i literally still have like a miss marvel kamala khan like her first like five no five way like in my in my oh it's so cool i think that i took and like i would just like literally go away like yeah you know what i haven't read the ultimates um like the new ultimates by 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 al ewing well, let me let me see what they got going on so like but, i really would just like spend my lunch breaks like reading all my favorite comic books i had never had the chance to read and catch oh, up on it was so such cool. a fun cool like, environment and they also had like they had like they'll have like Milner from like you know movie the whatever movie and then like Cap's Shield and stuff. It was just like a, it was just such a cool like uh, environment to hang out and like spend your your lunch break on. And like I remember being like, man, I can't believe this is what I'm getting paid to do today is read. Yeah, that's unreal. The ultimates and 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 look and gawk at Cap's Shield. Did you um? Did you get? Did you take a little something from set for writing your uh, your episode? I wish I I got oh. my script. I got I got my script that says like you know the episode and cool like that's production that's, with like that's yeah. all that I need and, like not I even like it. a little green paint like nothing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a lock of Jin's hair like yeah yeah <laughs> uh, Nick yeah so diving deeper into just switching gears here I know we'll go back to She Hulk at some point but going mm-hmm. back to gears here one of the questions I had for you was you know your writing amazing spider-man wow like and your issues are awesome one thing oh, i appreciate you. you yeah absolutely one thing i truly appreciate about you your writing style is um it's kind of claremontian you you write a lot you put a lot yeah. of words on the page i yeah. really respect that as someone who's not only as someone who's i shouldn't say it, not only as someone who's paying you know what is it 3.99 a book these days mm-hmm. um and it's weekly so it's it, it's a lot of money, but um, just as someone who enjoys reading, like, you know, sometimes there's, there's writers who will have an amazing, amazing plot, amazing this, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you burn through the book in two seconds. Like yeah, with you, it's like a, it's literally probably like just under a 20 minute read. Love oh, that. Good. Appreciate that. Thank you. Keep that <laughs> well, up. I'm glad to hear that. Cause that's honestly, that's the thing that's been in my mind the most is that like, oh, I'm man. so self-conscious. I'm like, cause like I, I go back and like, I, I, I I tried I read like the first one like the first one shot I made the siege side I'm just like there's so many words on this is because it, it it screams like oh this guy is used to because I am used to writing like TV yeah you right. need to have Rick yell at Morty about not touching the turtle the, the sacred turtle or whatever and like you know there's a really really fast show where they're saying a lot of things uh in like 22 minutes so like you know there's a lot getting out so like when I remember like talking with my editor Nick about that sometimes be like man like. I feel like I'm just like putting so much information on the page. He's like, well, I mean, everyone has their style. And also like, you're still learning. Like you shouldn't be like, oh no, the first 30 page thing that I wrote that had to cram in 12 different characters that were all introducing for the first time. Yeah. It probably going to be overwritten, but also he was like, you know, um, you can also it's a visual medium like you can you can have that balance and like you can have 50 50, like, especially like as I'm doing more stuff now, we're like, you know, there are moments when I get art back and be like, oh yeah, Michael Dowling knows how to tell this better than I could ever possibly write That's this cool. thing. And like, I've been trying to like, uh, I've been noticing this really cool thing that Zeb will do. Uh, and, and I mean, all those writers, but particularly Zeb because he does more like page for page, like comedy stuff where it's like, 
he'll a character will say two sentences they'll get everything out someone will say a very funny retort and it'll it'll work and then like you also give information in that so like i've been trying to lean on to that to, to that more but also uh thank you very much for saying you enjoy because that's something that's been in the back of my mind that i'm like oh, oh man am i overriding this stuff so like i'm i'm it makes me feel less in my head and like the, the oh, creative good. voice being like all right this is this is you're 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 not dulling the thing that makes you unique or like that your voice, but also people are enjoying reading the pages because I'm also like, are, are people getting mad that I write too much? No, uh, no, keep I'm it glad. up. No, okay, it's great. it's very Claremontian. You know, I don't know if you've read yeah. Uncanny X Men. Sorry about that. It's no one like a bastard right now, and my dad's like <laughs> snow blowing. It all just like came out. I'm at, I'm in a window right. Now. Um, that's that. You know, it's so Claremontian. Like I don't know if you've read Uncanny X Men and all of his stuff, mm. but he writes like a lot, and it's just like yeah, like good. it's like a Bible. Like you're sitting there, just mm -hmm. like oh my god, like there's so much words, but it's it's great. Um, oh, so great. yeah, oh man, I'm I'm glad I told you that because I love that about <laughs> your style, dude. I love that. Uh, thanks, so cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, that, I'm always like, you know, everyone's like, you want to keep honing the thing, your skill until it's as good and good and good because you're never going to be done, but. I am glad to hear that people are enjoying that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we put up these, these little fun reviews on our geekable Instagram and it's like mini reviews and whenever years are comes up, um, you know, it's, we, people are always like, yeah, great, great run, great Spider-Man run, especially oh, that great. auto aunt May story you did. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's a great story. Is that, that's a great story. Uh, <laughs> that got a lot of, yeah, that got like a lot of reactions uh, on our Instagram, but, um, uh, where I was going cool. with this in the, in the first place is, and I have the names written down because I don't want to leave anyone out. And this is just a straight fire list of people. But I'm wondering how the writing and plot is facilitated for Amazing Spider-Man because you're writing with mm -hmm. an A-list, like heavy hitters yeah. for Marvel. I mean, you got yeah. Kelly Thompson, Saladin mm -hmm. Ahmed, Jed McKay, and of course, you know, Zeb Wells and yourself. What, um, you know, how does that, how is that facilitated? From what I understand, Zeb Wells is kind of like the head honcho. Mm -hmm. Um, and going into Amazing Spider-Man number one in April, which we're so excited about that he's writing, um, yeah. he's going to be taking it on. Um, how is mm -hmm. it? How is that broken down? Because it, you guys don't miss a beat with every issue. Mm -hmm. Like it's so in sync. Uh, the synchronicity is mm -hmm. just, it's amazing. So if you could, if you could, you know, go into yeah. that, that'd be great. Love to hear about yeah, that. Yes, I mean, it's it's one like you said, like they're all fucking fantastic, fire, really talented writer writer and artist both for 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 patrick um but you know zeb came in and he's like yeah i want to run it like a room and like because he's also like he ran three seasons of a show called super mansion like he wrote on oh. um robot chicken for like a fucking decade like he just knows how to write television and like run that world so like you know not unlike a regular television room like we broke um we had like three zoom meetings like three three hour zoom meetings and like we all just like sort of broke the overarching narrative, like where we're going, what's going to happen, who are some villains we could have. Makes sense. Yeah. And then, and then it would be like, you know, Kelly was like, yo, I really want to, I love Misty and, and Colleen. Like I want to, I want to put the, the Dars of the Dragons in there. Like, great, let's do it. And like, Solomon was like, well, at some point, like, obviously Ben's going to have to run into miles. Like I've been crushing miles for three years. Obviously I should do that. And like, I was just like, I'll take whatever. I'm just happy to be here. So they were like, <laughs> like, they're like, what do, what do you think about Craven? I was like, yeah, I, I like that. Like, um, I have my own thoughts about like, you know, you know, blindly following like corporations and stuff. And I feel like that seems like a pretty good angle in cool. for, 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 for Craven. And like, it was such a, a natural, easy thing in because we knew where we were going. So then it just became like plugging in the pieces and also not unlike a, a, a show, a TV show room is that like we send our scripts in and like, you know, Zeb will like read over them and be like, Hey, can you guys pitch this? Or like, maybe angle it towards this or like even for like my handoff my i think it was like 85 like the one that went 
the one before Zeb got it is that like he like he um he had like a he he had written some some dialogue for like his beginning that I, like I was like oh yeah this makes much more sense like I just tacked it on to my ending so like it flew flew flowed in easier into like what he was doing but then I see. also okay. like I really saw how necessary and like how much work the editing team does editorial staff does because oh, like man. they're the one connecting yeah. all those dots and making sure everything connects because like you're saying we're doing three books a month and like some of them are like tie-ins and like some of them are just like you know oh yeah doc Ock and, and aunt may are gonna go do a thing so like we got to make sure right. all that stuff and the tie-ins matter sorry to cut yeah. you off but like that's no, no, the, no that's the coolest part is that like it's yeah. not just like oh throw in a tie-in about like I don't know what Colossus is doing while Spider-Man's <laughs> it's like, no, like this is like part of the story, which is what yeah. so many fans like us have been asking for. Like, you know, give us like a tie-in that has some mm-hmm. meat on it. And like, yeah, they give us a whole steak and it's just yeah. like, like, damn. Yeah. Like that's those, some serious editorial right there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in a lot of those, 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 um, those one shots or, or tie-ins were, were deducted because like, Hey, we don't have enough space to like get this into like an official oh. amazing Spider-Man. So it's like, yeah, this makes it like, this would be a standalone issue, but there's so much going on just like plot wise that like, yeah, it, we, this could be in any other case, uh, just an issue of amazing Spider-Man. Like we're, we're seeing um, 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 black cat do her thing or like we're seeing right. MJ and, and go off, but like, we just don't have the bandwidth because we have to get so many issues out before we get to, to Zeb's thing. So like, that's the way that they sort of tacked it on, which was cool for me because then it becomes like, all right, for those first three, um, like 79 and 80, where it's like, all right, these are like Craven. And then like my, my tie-in leads directly into like the three issues, the two other issues I do with Ox. So like, it was just so much easier for me just to, to break all that shit together and like write it all Definitely. in one time and send it out. And then like yeah. punch it up as notes would come in or as we got closer towards, um, towards uh, I think, Patrick's episodes or Patrick's issues came after me. So like it was a really fun and like, I think easier to break it than I thought it was going to be considering that Zeb has been working in TV forever. Right. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Someone like Zeb, I mean, he's just been in the industry for so long. So long. I love that you're a yeah. Zeb Wells fan too. Like I could fan more uh, yeah, about him I'm forever. A stan, huh? Yeah. He's, he's a great guy. He's a super fun guy. He's been giving me some really, really great advice for like comic book stuff. And also, like he's a dear friend. Like anytime that he's back in LA doing whatever, like it's always just fun to hang out with him and Jessica and roast him for for hours on it. <laughs> just roast. Hey, hey! If you if you want to tell him you're on Geekable and you had a good time, I hey hey, you know, I put a word in. He's got hey, there we on. go. Hey, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. if you had a good time, no, no, yeah. uh, like, that's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. what you know, if you were to okay, so um, you you're you know you're gonna be off Spidey relatively mm-hmm. so how many issues do you have left actually uh i'm i'm officially done with uh well i have a backup in okay. 82 or 82 92 tie-in i think that's my last official spidey thing unless nick um the editor nick was like hey we need more pages to fill but i think that's my last one officially gotcha okay okay good to know mm-hmm. um so you got about one more issue if you mm-hmm. were to you know you're gonna do spider punk which is yeah. i think you said six ish five issues yeah, yeah um you have that two issue what if miles mm-hmm. thing which is going to be a nice little fun elseworld story yeah. um marvel came to you and said hey what do you want to write <laughs> what character would you love to do an ongoing for? I love asking this question. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, I mean, it's such an obvious answer, but like, uh, I'll, I'll give two answers. Obvious one, the one that I wanted awesome. to do most is Miles. Like, I would love to like 
take over miles. Um, I mean, it'd be very, yeah. very, very big shoes to fill because Saladin just does not miss. He's been making some great stuff Doesn't consecutively miss. for, for three years now at this point. So yeah. part of me is like, I don't know if I actually uh, can want to fill those <laughs> shoes, but like, I would love to do miles. And if it was like, uh, something that could do like a limited series or like just a, another short term run with like, I would love to do something with Blue Marvel. He's such a fun oh, character. Oh, I like, love that answer. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty cool silent. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, I think Al Ewing was the last person to take him on in the yeah, Ultimates. Yeah, and he was like fun in that. Like I still look at that fight between him and Ultimate Hulk so much. It's such a fun. Such yeah, a, such a fun about like a guy that has the energy of like your dentist, like just having being like incalculably strong. Like he's a very fun character. Like I like to do something with him and like just sort of explore what what he's got going on and on his emotional slate. But like obviously like Miles and and, and Aaron are the two that I want to do the, the most. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Would yeah. would love to see you on Miles. Would love to see you on Adam <laughs> Brashear. Would love to see you on yeah. anything you could yeah. get on. Um I'll you know I'm a fan uh, and you definitely have a fan base as of now, the fan mail that you get, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you get a lot of letters, but on Twitter, on Instagram, you're, you know, getting a lot of praise. Oh, great, dude. That's good. I like, I like people are enjoying their stuff. That's yeah. I'm still getting used to getting people reading my stuff. It's very, it's, it's, it's good to hear. I like that. Yeah. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass either. Like, you know, I see <laughs> Seriously. You're doing really well. Um, I've been talking for a while and asked, do you have any questions? I know you're kind of in and out here. I don't, yeah. Um, so moving away from, because I'm a, you know, I'm a Rick and Morty fan yeah, 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 yeah. and I know you've done some work for like adult swim and funny mm-hmm. or die. Like you've, you've started in comedy. So yeah. what was it like and how was it different working in the Rick and Morty machine in comparison to like comic book writing or TV writing mm-hmm. for She-Hulk? How was that experience been? Well, I mean, Rick and Morty, it's like, it just, the room is full of truly the funniest people I've ever worked with. Like all of them are funny in their own unique way, but like there's a, a one, I mean, I, I haven't even, I hate even like bringing this one person out because everyone else is so fucking good too. But like Heather Ann Campbell, uh, she was on the, the season that I wrote on. She's a super, super funny performer, writer. Um, uh, she was been, she was on like, who's on as anyway forever. Like she's uh, got a really great uh, video game podcast, like get played or how did this get played? I think before they changed the name anyway, she turned in like her first like just draft like her first just like first pass draft of her issue or for issue for episode that we did a table read for like i had never laughed so hard and so consistently uh just like i was actually i was in atlanta um visiting jessica for for she hulk when we were when, when we were reading it so like after we finished it and came out she's like what the fuck were you laughing at for so hard at i was like uh this is script morty does a thing i can't tell you but it's really really funny she's like oh okay i get it and like she's super super funny and um uh, there is there there is a, a a week or two where we were like just pitching ideas like just like um like pitching like short scripts like sketches basically like to warm up our brains and stuff and like truly that week was like my favorite week because you're literally seeing what makes every single specific writer laugh and what they think is very funny like there's another dude named Albro Lundy who uh, uh, he wrote uh, for anyone who's seen season five he wrote the decoys uh, episode where like Rick is like hey we're a decoy family Whoa, yeah i love that like so like that's how his brain operates and so like he sent this super fucking funny sketch in uh that just like it was so specific and, and uniquely him that like i was like fuck i really got i'm i'm i think they hired the wrong guy because i'm i'm not going to be nearly as funny as that so like it was it was really fun just and also like the story structure wise like i'm like uh without spending a hundred hours dissecting like what story circle is but basically like they have a uh that's that those that show has a very specific way that they break story and like how they operate story a thing called a story circle and like yeah i'm familiar 
yeah, I found it super, super helpful for doing like myth based stuff, like comic books for general, for instance, or like, you know, it's the, the same thing, whether it's Morty going to Banana Planet or it's like Luke saying no to the dark side or it's, you know, narcissist looking into the lake and drowning himself. Like it's all basically the same thing because we've been telling that story for thousands of years. So like, that's how I break all my comic book stuff now. So like, if you ever read my stuff, you notice that like, they seem like they should be in two parts. It's because uh, literally when the issue ends is like the midpoint of the story. So like, you know, you know, the reason that 79 ends on um, Craven appearing is because like, that's just how it, the math works out in the story circle logic so like all that boring writer stuff to be like it was super super educational as far as like just learning how to like structure something that revolves around you know lessons and morality it's been really it was a really really fun fun room and so fucking funny like <laughs> there's another writer alex song they they turned in uh that was their first time on the show as well and like their episode is so fucking funny it's so good it revolves mainly around um on summer and it's just it's it was great it was like i i can't stress enough how how funny that that room is i love the show so much and hearing <laughs> you talk about it and like you know it makes me feel good like uh, great. Because, you know there's a lot of like negativity going around rick and morty mm-hmm. with, with the fan base and everything yeah but it's good yeah. to know like you know there are there are good people there we're doing their oh job. yeah yeah <laughs> just it's, it's, really hard to, it's really hard to like the fan base of anything most fandoms are not great they're mostly toxic yeah. so <laughs> i rest assured by saying that like uh the room itself like the writers in that room are truly fantastic really really funny fantastic people so oh, you awesome. got started doing podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was your like one of your first big gig uh, gigs mm-hmm. for Ear, uh, Earwolf. Yep. Yep. Earwolf. Yeah. Yep. So, like, how would you, you know, if you have any tips for anybody who wants to break into the industry or who wants to become a writer or wants to become like, you know, what would you have any tips for? That's so that's I think that's a fantastic question because I got into it because one, uh, I moved to LA. I was broke as shit. I had no money. Uh, and I was like, you know, I had two friends out there and we're like, we just went through film school. Like we know how expensive it is to like, just shoot anything, like literally just shooting anything is going to cost so much money that we don't have. So we were like, what's an easy creative thing that we can do that has a very low cost of entry. And that was podcasting. We, we bought yeah. like, like, like what y'all have, like we bought two mics for like, like USB mics for like 70 bucks on Amazon. We all fucking bimboed each other, like our one third take on it. It's also not recorded. an oversaturated platform, yeah. you know, yeah. being on, it yeah. really isn't. Yeah. Especially like indie stuff, like, you know, just independent, like making your own thing. Like there's not a ton of out there. Like people joke that there are too many podcasts, but really there's not that many out there. No. Uh, and like, so we could make your own stuff. Like you made Mander stuff for free. It was bad. Of course it was trash because like we were <laughs> making it for free, but we did that. And like, I had a skill set that built up and like, basically when I was working at the job that I was, I was managing like film equipment. So like people would come in like, Hey, we want to shoot something like, Hey, I can get you 60 stands and a C100 or whatever the thing was. And they're like, the company's like, Hey, uh, we're going to start doing podcasts, um, more seriously. Do you want to do that? Can you produce that? I was like, I took one audio class, uh, eight years ago, but yeah, sure. Let's do it. So like I got in it through that. And like, basically one day Earwolf, Earwolf Studios like right down the road from where we were recording. And they're like, Hey, we need our fire alarm went off. Um, and we can't record for like, can we come record at this place? I was like, yeah, oh, sure. Wow. I met, um, this dude named Colin, um, Anderson. He's like the head EP of Earwolf. He's like, he's British. He's like, Hey, uh, I like meeting you. You got, you know, we don't have a lot of black comedy guys out here. Would you like to apply? <laughs> I was like, of course, bro. And like, I got <laughs> in that way. And like, as soon as I got my foot and I was like, yo, I'm only going to do pilots for black and brown people. So like all my friends that I met at doing here, doing comedy, I did pilots for them. Like 
I spent my first three months, I think I made like 16 pilots, something crazy like that. So much that calm was like, all right, you need to calm down a little bit. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and like, that's just what I did. And like, I made comedy with my friends and like, now all my friends are doing stuff like, um, um, like, you know, my, my, my girl, Lacey, like I did a show with her called Scam Goddish, Lacey Mosley. Now she's on like the iCarly reboot. Super, super funny. Oh, sick. Wow. Oh. She's super fucking funny. Like we came up together, like one of the first black people I met, um, like literally the first black person I saw, I work at this place called the Upright Citizens Brigade that used to be, um, like the literally the first black person I saw on stage was Echo Woden. She's on SNL. Like my boy Edgar, right on black. Just like all of our friends that came up together. Like our friend Jackie's is like one of the Siri voices now. It's like all that stuff. It's just like all the stuff. All these like black and brown people that we were hanging out with at the front. We're like we're all in this together. We're all jumping out of the plane. Oh, that's and cool. And if we, one of us pulls our parachute, one of them is bound to work. So like that was very much the energy. So like I would say, you know, podcasting is is easy because it doesn't cost a lot of money to get into, right. and like literally anyone can do it. So. So like if you're a marginalized person that doesn't have all the privilege that most people have, that a lot of people have, like it's a great barrier of entry one to like make your thing um, and also find out what your voice is and like find out what you find entertaining. And I think, um, you know, like that, like if, if someone listening to a thing or watching a thing or reading a thing is being like, oh, this person is enjoying this, someone, there's going to be an audience for it. Like no matter what, like there's an audience for, 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 you know, a story about a kid that got bit by a radioactive spider and saves people like there's a story for that there's a story for uh, really good point actually yeah you know, yeah there's a story for a kid who hangs out with his alcoholic grandpa who invented time travel and portal technology like there's a story <laughs> for that so like there's a story there's like going to be an audience for any of that stuff so like that's it and like go on and if you can't afford that like you know uh if you have access to like any type of like smartphone like you could probably buy a cheap one used for purpose one you can record memos of that and then and, and figure your stuff out but like i think that's 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 the tip is like just make something that you enjoy like don't try to like find the, the hot commodity thing or like do something that you're not interested in because then it just becomes work and you're like who the fuck wants to like yes work? Like, yes you guys wouldn't do this i mean i'm sure it's it's maybe like work adjacent but also like you y'all seem to like actually like the thing that y'all are making so like hell yeah that's oh, yeah. that's like yes yeah, so like, you know this podcast is not monetized we're literally doing yeah. this for fun like we, we both have full-time jobs we're just doing right. this because of our yeah. love for comics and for our love for the medium exactly so like y'all are doing it for fun so like and listen to this, do it for fun. And then um, it, whatever you are chasing will come eventually, like whatever, whether it's money or, or, or whatever the thing is, like all that stuff will come later. But I think uh, this is just me fully yelling about my views <laughs> on art, 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 art now, but like do the creative thing and then like let the cash come later. If that's what you're looking for or whatever, but like just put out the thing that you care about and then the audience will find the thing. That's, yeah, the, that's, that's my feeling. That's really fun. So, I like how you tied it yeah. into your story too. Cause we kind of, mm-hmm. we, we neglected that at the beginning. So I, I'm, I'm great to hear your little story on how you came oh, yeah. up too. That's fun. Anytime. Yeah, that's really fun. It's really nice to have like a sense of community, like with people that you're coming up with, as you mentioned. Yeah. Like we feel we feel that with our fellow podcasters on like mm-hmm. Instagram. We've yeah, been like yeah. welcomed into this community so fast, and like people mm-hmm. are always like cheering us on and like helping us out and boosting us. And so it's just been re- really like friendly and welcoming. And it's nice that you had that experience as well. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, this is me tying it back into TV stuff because this is like my end. But like every single job I've gotten, it's gotten because uh, a friend had recommended me for something or someone that I met. Like I got Rick and Morty because there is a dude named Jeff Loveness who had written on Rick and Morty. He wrote the premiere episode of season five with like where Morty meets like the cow people. And like basically um, when all those new Disney plus writers got hired, we all follow each other on like social media. 
And like last year, towards the end of the year, he's like, hey, man, um, I have to leave Rick and Morty. Uh, I have to go to London. I was like, why are you going to fucking London and leave Rick and Morty? He's like, because I'm writing fucking Ant-Man 3, dickhead. I was like, okay, got it. But like, would you like, he didn't, he didn't say that. This is me editorializing a little bit. But he was like, yeah, I'm going to Ant-Man. I'm going to London to shoot Ant-Man 3 or write Ant-Man 3. And like, you know, That's I sick. think you're a really funny guy. Um, I like your voice. And like, honestly, the room needs people that aren't straight white dudes on their show. I was like, well, I check all those boxes. So he's like, and he recommended me for the show. Like, That's how I got the job. And like, you know, I, I, I got it from community. So like every single job I've gotten has gotten because I've met someone who like liked the thing that I was doing. And it's very much a thing that you could do with not only this podcast, but any creative endeavor, whether you're a photographer or you're an artist or like you're whatever, like someone you're going to meet your your community, like you're going to find your your tribe and like yeah. y'all would come up together is the, the, the really like that's the thing that you want to happen. And like, uh, I'm glad that y'all are finding that, that space in the comic book or the comic book podcasting world just the podcasting world in general honestly yeah, yeah definitely totally. wow yeah thank you that's all that's yeah. very oh, inspirational so cool. like this was a great yeah. inspirational speech <laughs> that was i know it's like you got me fired up i can run through oh, the wall it. right now. you know uh, something some good advice that i've sort of learned over the years from people that put stuff out there is like it's so easy to like just shit on things to be like oh this movie fucking sucks shit or like snack sack snyder is a piece of shit or whatever and like uh like they have that's because they have no stakes in the game like you know, you know like i think when you put something out there like you'll under, you'll be happy with it and like if you're happy with what you're making like nobody can take that away from you like yeah i i i, I don't google my name out of preserving my own psychic energies but like if i did and someone says this thing sucks like who gives a shit like my name's on the front of it not yours like you can hate from the <laughs> i love that from the sidelines i like, love that so, confidence that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah that's a good that's, that's a good way to look at it that's yeah all you need like they're hating from so far outside the club like who gives a shit like oh, that's true thank you i, I, I really need that <laughs> i love that that was hey, awesome I'm all, I'm all for 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 more people getting into comics particularly like black and brown folks getting into it um like uh, i'd say like there's it's been gate kept kept, kept for so oh, definitely. long i agree it's, it's, it's just, like I, you know that moment you said when you're like watch it when you grab the first few issues of like Miles Morales Spider-Man you were like this is what it feels like for people who are reading Captain America that yeah, I had yeah. that aha moment with Kamala Khan when her yeah. number one to drop like yeah, I had yeah. never seen a character coming from a Muslim background I had yeah. never seen you know mm -hmm. it, maybe like Dust from yeah. X-Men but like Dust is such an like a it's small like a character. character that's like oh this yes. is like Kamala's good. She she's gonna be around for a minute. Like we're gonna. And oh, she's getting facts. her own Disney Plus show. So I'm. I yeah. feel so like so much joy for all those people that are gonna be represented. I know we've had you for a minute here, Zig. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll let you go soon. We've loved our time with you, but mm -hmm. um, you know, you were the writer on She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. You think She-Hulk's got a bright future ahead of her after uh, season one in the, I, in the I, MCU? I hope. So. I hope so. I mean, like all those scripts were bangers. Like they're every single yeah. writer on that show was so fucking good and funny um uh, uh there's a i mean all of them are great but like melissa hunter she did the second episode i think the second oh, the second script that we wrote anyway I, I don't know what the order is for the actual release but like her episode is so fucking funny and it's so good and like i can say that about everyone but like i'm really excited tatiana fucking nailed it like the one the one day i was there seeing her the one day i was there seeing her do she hulk i was like oh i i get it like i understand why she is doing this and when i i get why they hired her to to hang in scenes with fucking mark ruffalo like i i get it now she's super fucking funny she's very personable like she nails um not only jen like the jen aspect of she hulk but she also nails the she hulk of she hulk and like she Ooh. nails the comedy it's like it, I'm, I'm really excited i think people are gonna be really really excited I, we all did a really fantastic show and like I cannot give enough praise to uh, to Gal, the, the, Jessica Gal, for giving me the shot and giving us all the shot and creating an environment that let us tell a really, really fun story. 
Oh, that's awesome. And and I think you said this already, but what episode are you, Zig? One more time. Uh, I don't know. I I don't you... know what order it's in. Yeah, oh. I have an episode, but like they switch the orders around and stuff. So like I don't know wow. what episode it is, but um, you'll see it. You'll 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 see my name at the front of it. And like when yeah, you we'll see your it, name in the credits for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So like, I, that's also like I am I number three? Am I number like what number am I like? So like. I have no idea uh, what what issue, but what what episode, but um, I can't wait to find out. Oh man, we can't awesome. wait either. Honestly, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> wow, Zig, all amazing stuff. Um, man, it's it's so. You know what? Could I ask you really quick, just because yeah, it's up? it's been a good. Well, how old are you? If you don't mind I'm my asking, 30, 34. So 34. I've only, I've only what? I, I started writing TV when I was 32, like in 2019. So like, I am just, I am so new to all of this. Like, I like, thought just... you were like around our age. Like I, I would not give you more like than 25, 26. <laughs> oh, well, look, I got the black don't crack. That's the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's how you talk. That's why I asked. Like, you're like, you talk like I'd like, I don't know, like you'd be one of my like boys, honestly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe we are boys now, Zig. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are. Anyway, I've loved, loved spending some time with you. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely one of our most, chill awesome funny guests that we've had hope we <laughs> can invite you, you back on some time oh, in the future this is, a, this is a fucking blast anytime you want me to yell about eating and comic <laughs> yeah. books or nerd shit i'm i'm, I'm free oh i love that when your spider punk comes out we would love to have you on we'd love to chat oh yeah spider yeah punk. for sure and let me whenever you finish your your, your comics and i'll love to love to read it yeah for sure that, awesome. that would be amazing damn <laughs> wow all right yeah that's awesome so zig uh, we'll say it again probably sound like a broken record by now but <laughs> Thank you so much mm -hmm. for your time here. Um, I'm just going to. And if you guys loved listening to Cody Ziegler, AKA Zig, please give him a follow on Instagram at yay for Zig, where he's big time chilling. As it says in his bio, uh, you, know, you can follow all his little updates on, uh, on what his friends are doing in the writing world, the TV world, what he's up to. He's got a really fun account. Uh, definitely shoot him a follow. And if you have not, please give us a follow at geekable underscore podcast, where we we pretty much on a daily basis talk about movie news, MCU news, uh, comic news, all that fun stuff. So please give us a follow, interact with us. We would love to hear from you and would love to hear your thoughts on the episode. So um, yeah, everyone, thank you so much. If you're new here to listening to Geekable, thank you for tuning in. What an episode to come in on. Hope this captivates you for more. I don't know why it wouldn't. <laughs> and if you're a long time listener, thank you so much for joining us again. We appreciate all of you. So See you next time where we have another big guest coming up. And uh, yeah, Zig, thank you for a hell of an episode, dude. You're the yeah, man. Anytime. Thank you. Thanks for having me.